another episode of the Top Year Podcast. The only podcast dedicated to giving you a definitive and unbiased ranking of the last 150 years of history. This week on the show, we read out episode reviews of Top Year. No no duds. Just hits. (laughs) (laughs) No duds. Just hits. I mean, yeah, maybe. Maybe a few duds. The boys get into a heated argument. Like you couldn't wrap your arms all the way around it, I reckon. Well, then why would they say it's beach ball sized? Because it's know, just a big beach ball. There are big beach balls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My bad. And Wilson reveals one of his more controversial opinions. And they fake the moon landing. What's with that? So sit back, relax, throw away your history books, and enjoy episode 18 of Top Year. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to episode 18 of Top Year. Goodness gracious. <laughs> Whoa. Is that nine times two already? Yeah, I guess so. Uh, <laughs> what a great way three, to start. Three times six, but... Uh, yeah. I don't even remember doing... <laughs> when was episode nine? That would have been like... Long episodes ago. Maybe. A long time ago. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Today we are doing uh, 1962. What did we do last week? I actually forgot. Last week we did uh, 1882. Oh, yeah. Oh, what? Oh, wait. No, don't worry. 80 years in 80 the past. Years. And that's a C tier. Yeah. yeah. it is. It had some good stuff in it. Yeah. Um, we, do, we do have someone uh, sent in something complaining about uh, the ranking of 1882. Mm. Yeah. We should probably address that. We should. We should. What did they have to say? Let's just get it up real quick. We've got Jonty <laughs> doing that. Oh, G'day guys, long time listener of the show, big fan Uh, I've impressed many people with my facts and stats um, at parties That is all thanks to you guys and I appreciate that And um, five stars for that You're welcome Um, But this recent episode, 1882 I think incredibly hard done by I was baffled by the rating you guys gave this, baffled Mid-C tier came out of Wilson's mouth and argued to go lower. You discussed the history of the Ashes, the longest running, most famous, with the most history, the greatest cricketing rivalry in the world. Prove me wrong. You discussed the importance for this year on Christmas that brings joy to the hearts of people. Not only that, but people stop burning houses down. Thank you, Tommy Boy. True. And... Lastly, but definitely not least, the absolute chart topper Bar Bar Bar, <laughs> covered famously by InSync many years later, and yet you say mid C tier. This My year bad. is at least a low A tier, and I I think that come the next year to review, eighteen eighty two deserves a fair shake of the sauce bottle. I want to see this year given the glory it deserves. Max presented it well. I had many laughs in the episode. Thank you. But definitely <laughs> deserves more than a mid C tier. But like I said, boys, much love and adoration. Huge fan. Uh, looking forward to the next episode. Lovely. That's a lot to digest. <laughs> wow. I'm honoured. Thank you. Thank you. And I agree. Justice for 1882. It's a lot to think about, but I don't know if it's. I don't think 1882. it's 1882. <laughs> but yeah, we can shake that 
sauce bottle later or the <laughs> chocolate milk bottle, yeah. if you will. Some would say it, w- it is a chocolate milk bottle. That'll be first on the agenda for the next year tier review, I think. Maybe we should do it sooner rather yeah. than later because mm. the people are hungry. Well yeah. The people are hungry for some sauce. <laughs> some, for some sandwiches with sauce <laughs> on them. And thank you for the love yes. and adoration, of course. Yeah, true. That well. is very important. I didn't actually realise that Bar 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 was that song. Like that song, you know? <laughs> the like bar, that bar, song? Bar 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 Bar. Bar. Yep. <laughs> oh, was it? I think it's that song. I don't, it definitely isn't. Unless it's just sheep going, meh. <laughs> <laughs> just recording. <laughs> it's just, isn't that a Beach Boys song? Let me, let me Yeah, I think out. it is. Yeah. The Minions covered that. Great song. Isn't like Barbara Ann by the Beach Boys. Is that the one you're thinking of? No, it's just a bunch of sheep. It's got to be the sheep. Let me look up the lyrics. Sheep's funny. Ba ba ba, eighteen eighty-two. This is a bit of genius a lyrics. Um, They've got the artist breakdown. <laughs> the artist breakdown. Just man. So I was actually sitting with my shepherd friend, and I was listening to the noises, and he went man. I got a sample. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he made a beat out of it. it would NSYNC really cover a song from 1882? Has no. he got his facts right? I think it was a joke. I think we're, <laughs> we're definitely looking way too into this. Yeah, but I didn't start this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just hopping on the wagon. It's a conspiracy, yeah. mate. But I don't. It's a I don't know how 1882 conspiracy. Oh. <laughs> Justin Timberlake, we got to have him on. <laughs> and us. In his like hey noodle guys. hair era, <laughs> his cowboy. Denim era. <laughs> anyway, anyway, that's, that's a, a tale for another time. Thanks for the voice voice memo. Would yeah. you like to tell us anything else that happened in 1882, Max? Yeah, uh, some of the the important things you might have seen on the Instagram the the Klein bottle um, was <laughs> broke all of our brains. Was yeah, just breaking physics left, right, and center. We had the um the the photo gun, oh, um, yeah. <laughs> also good. Um, the start of the electrical age, pretty cool. Um, yeah, Christmas lights, the ashes, the Anglo-Egyptian War, 1812 Overture premieres, like poof. 1812 Overture premieres in 1882. In a tent. Huge effort. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, you know what? I think it's pretty good. And a lot of sheep in a field. Clear, clearly. It's mm. like, was it pigs in Denmark? Yeah, it yeah. was pigs in Denmark. <laughs> Except it's sheep. It's sheep in the, in the charts. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Before we go any further, I have a question for you. Really? Yeah, how are you feeling? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm feeling a little inquisitive. Oh. Mm. I'm feeling jocular. Oh. What does that mean? It means humorous and playful. Oh. Hmm. Jocular. But, so we'll see. How are you, Wilson? <sighs> I haven't really thought about it. Oh. Um, <sighs> enthused. I feel like it's my go-to word. That's a good word. That's yeah. always a good one. That is... Good, it's a good level similar to rambunctious. Rambunctious, rambunctious I think, is a little bit more than enthused. Yeah, it definitely yeah. is. That's like a bit it's silly like and bit crazy, goofy. Like, what's this guy gonna do? Yeah. Like, he could get really, he, he, could, <laughs> he could rock on his chair, you know? Yes, might fall back and break his neck, but you'll never know. <laughs> but you don't know, you'll never yes. know. Before we get started, <laughs> I've got a surprise for you guys. What <laughs> I've brought a little friend with me. <laughs> oh. Another little addition to the set. Oh, wow. He, he goes by a familiar name. Is it Michelangelo? What, what's a little... What else do we call Michelangelo? Turtle? Michael. Mikey? <laughs> oh! 
So what what have I just pulled out? For the out? listeners, <laughs> Kyle has just pulled out what looks like a little figure of 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 Michael from Monsters Inc. Michael Wazowski. Michael Wazowski. Mike Wazowski in the palm of my hand. <laughs> we got two Mikeys on the show. <laughs> this might show up on the story what? or the Instagram. Oh, Michael Wazowski. But yeah, he's he's pointing. He is. He's like, pointing to the sky. I've got something to say. So, or is, it, is this him from we'll uh, Monsters later. University? Looks like he's got a little bit of a mm. bit, bit of braces on his on teeth. Yeah. yeah, his teeth. Is that are from a bit, like what's that? What's that Disney game called? This is from that Disney Infinity. <laughs> <laughs> so he's been in my possession for many years. You know, you know what is kind of funny about the point. Wow, I'm going back to the ashes. It looks like he's given a wicket there with that finger. <laughs> <laughs> One. <laughs> <laughs> wow! So looks like he's staring right at Wilson. He's very, yeah, I know that's kind of creepy. Actually, he's like his eyes is going straight at me. Yeah, no pressure. You've Got to do a good year. I know. Anyway, I thought I'd just continue. The, Handy the Manny, green. don't touch him <laughs> with his weird orange arms. <laughs> the green character trend has yeah. continued. All right, yeah, we'll put that up on the Instagram. Maybe share the joy. <laughs> yes. Wow. Thanks, Kyle. This is that's awesome. All right. Just Gosh. thought I you like yeah. you teased that on the way here. I, I did. Was, yeah, I had no idea. What a surprise! Yeah, yeah. that was awesome. It's just been sitting in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> All right, shall we? I believe we shall kick this off. Oh, nineteen sixty-two. Here we go. Um, U.S. president was JFK. He was the thirty-fifth president of the United States. Mm. Referenced in Oppenheimer, like he's a Marvel character. <laughs> <laughs> Kennedy. <laughs> What's his name? Tell me his name again. <laughs> John F. Kennedy. <laughs> what does the F mean? Franklin. I don't know. Like Franz. Frequent. <laughs> frequent. <laughs> John Frequent Kennedy. Frequent. <laughs> yep. Oh, Fitzgerald. Ooh. What a Dope. great name. It's a fun one. Yeah. All right. The Australian Prime Minister. We've got Robert Menzies, who was the 12th. Prime Minister and the longest standing Prime Minister in Australia. His first term was two years and 125 days. Wow. And then his second term was 16 years and Whoa. 38 days. So he was in for a while. Wasn't his first name Sir? I don't know, man. <laughs> sir. Can confirm he was a Sir. But oh, my bad. First. I didn't, I, I disrespected Robert. Let me just fact check. Well, this could have been pre. Could have been nice, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, he was. He could have just been regular old. He could Robert. have been rev- regular Robert. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Is he still alive? I've got no idea. Didn't you just Google it? He's not alive. Oh. Good he had really good eyebrows, though. Did he? Oh my! He did have really. Did he yeah, they're like <laughs> they're pretty. Uh, they're pretty crazy. He, he's been not alive for a little while, actually. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how uh, long are we talking? Like coming up on fifty years. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Wow! Far out. Uh, like seventy-two or something. No, seventy-six. Like Eighty something. Seventy-eight. Wow! I didn't want to spoil that one, but yeah. Well, you already have. We've so. done seventy-eight. We? Yeah, Actually, I think we've, we've done, done it. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, well, in Rob. that case, yeah, we did Rob dirty by not featuring him in the episode. Yep. I just realised my laptop was on full volume. That's okay because yeah. we haven't heard anything. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, famous birds and deaths. These people are turning 61 this year. Fun little fact. Okay. Well, one of them isn't for sad reasons. Uh, first one, we've got Tom Cruise. We've got Jim Carrey, Steve Carell, Ooh. John Bon Jovi, 
uh, Steve Owen, rest his soul. Uh, Tom Kenny, who was the voice of SpongeBob. <laughs> hey. Wow, he's old. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we've got Demi Moore, uh, Ray Ralph Finesse or Ray Fines, um, Kirk Hammett, uh, David Fincher, Jodie Foster, Flea, Anthony Kiedis, Michelle Yeoh, Bob Odenkirk, and Matthew Broderick. Wow, I had no idea Anthony Kiedis was that old. Yeah, I know. He looks good. Yeah, he's got a weird haircut and a weird moustache, but... I saw a photo. It was, like, it just said the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, it's like Will and Ferrell and... It's, um, what's that guy's name? He's in Dodgeball. Justin Long. Justin Long is Anthony Kiedis. <laughs> yeah. Pedro Pascal <laughs> is in the front. <laughs> John Fashante. And um, Wayne Rooney is... Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Will, Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell is obviously um, Chad Smith. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the deaths, we've got... Alfred Eichmann, who was a Jeremy, Jeremy, (laughs) 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 a German Nazi officer, a Holocaust organizer, and he was hanged in Israel on the 1st of June. Oh, he was a bit Jeremy, it sounds like. (laughs) Very Jeremy. Not a good guy. Uh, I don't know how to say this guy's name, so I'm going to go Mikey Koshrain. Don't want to say anything else. Who was an American baseball (laughs) Hall of Fame catcher. Good on your Mikey. Yeah. Go, true. The Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Representing our guys. Was he green? <laughs> I hope. We can get him on the show. <laughs> well, <laughs> get him on the show. I don't think we can. Get the ghost of Michael Kosher. Yeah, it'll haunt us. Ooh. <laughs> catch a baseball in our face. I don't know. Um, <laughs> we've got Marilyn Monroe, who was found dead on her apartment from a self-inflicted overdose mm. on her apartment in on my top. bed i wrote uh, on <laughs> that's okay <laughs> uh most famous people got nelson mandela for reasons that will come up jfk for reasons that will also come up besides him being the president marilyn monroe sean connery for reasons that will come up and elvis <laughs> for just being elvis yeah yeah famous sporting events we've got um the fifa world cup the tournament was held in Chile and won by Brazil. Oh, yeah. nice. The Golf US Open was won by Jack Nicklaus. Good on you, Jack. Pretty cool name, I'm not going to lie. Um, the Tour de France was run by Jacques Enquetil. Yep. Uh, Wimbledon <laughs> was won by one Rod Laver oh, and God. Karen Sussman. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <clears throat> uh, yeah. Uh, the Philadelphia Philadelphia center Wilt Chamberlain scores 73 points in Warriors in, in the Warriors with a game that was 135 to 17 win, 117, sorry, win over the Chicago oh, Packers at the time. 17. At this time, most points scored in an NBA regulation game and remains tied for the third highest total. Yeah, he also has the total, which is like 100 points. Oh, my word. That's insane. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, there you go. The start of his his reign. <laughs> All right, going to movies. We've got uh, Lolita by Stanley Kubrick. Um, Harry Carey by Masaki Kobayashi. Does Harry Carey? That's ritual suicide in Japanese. Oh, so. my God. <laughs> 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 oh boy <laughs> Wow Well Good to know 
But it's like a little kid like carrying wood or something. But not quite. No. It's not quite as whimsical as that. <laughs> Goodness me. Yes. Yeah, my bad. Horrific. <laughs> Probably should have uh said that, but you know. Oh well. We did. We did. We've got Sanjuro, which was directed by Akira Kurosawa. And I got fun little fact. Uh this movie was the thing that inspired a lot of like over the top violence in movies and anime because in the final fight they had a squib malfunction and like liters and liters of blood went <laughs> flying over the actor and they just left it in the movie could look really cool and that's like animated that's like influenced like heaps of movies since then wow. which is pretty cool that is pretty cool yeah that's awesome We've got Lawrence of Arabia directed by David Lean and it's the historical epic which depicts the life of T.E. Lawrence during World War One in the Arabian Peninsula. Dope. To Kill a Mockingbird, based on yeah. the book by Harper Lee. Um, great movie. I don't know if you've seen it. It it's is really pretty good. good. I have not seen the movie. And for reasons that Sean Connery is very famous, Dr. No came out, which is the first James Bond movie. Oh, That's the first one? Yeah. Whoa. So it started the, the stuff. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's awesome. We've got songs. I kind of really, I wanted to put this little fact in there just because you know it kind of relates to music. Ringo Starr replaces Pete Best as the Beatles drummer. Oh, some will say the most important member of the Beatles. Pete was not the best. <laughs> Pete was not the best. I reckon he's fuming now. Oh yeah, amount <laughs> yeah. of money that he could have made. It's like I didn't yeah. even know Ringo Starr wasn't the original drummer of the Beatles. Mm. Yeah, there you go. Like, I th- I think I like kind of knew that there was a drum before, like I didn't know that, like. How long he was in there for? But I think like a year, maybe. Yeah, wow, not long. There may be the best, but there's always the star. Exactly, with two oh, R's. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yes, the star. <laughs> Pirate man. That's it. Yep. Oh, Ringo's a pretty great name, actually. Now that I think about it. Yeah, Ringo's pretty cool. Yeah, Ringo's an epic name. Yeah. <laughs> Especially Ringo Star. It's a pretty yeah, it's awesome such name. a good name. Is yeah. that his real name? Hell no. There's not a chance that's his real name. Anyway, whilst you're doing that research, I'll quickly go to the next song, which is Green Onions by Booker T and the MGs. He does actually still have a pretty cool name. Yeah? Well, no. Yeah. <laughs> Compared to Ringo Starr. Richard Starkey. Richard Starkey. Dick Starkey. Dick Stark. E. He's also, <laughs> he's also a sir, so, uh, you know, oh, ri- sorry. respect on his name. Ringo, my bad, man. Wait, is he, would he be knighted as Richard Starkey or Ringo Starr? Or does it matter? Or does he just like his, any title he goes by is he, Sir. He's Sir Richard Starkey, known professionally as Ringo Starr. Right, okay. Aren't all the Beatles knighted? Probably. I, think I know McCartney Paul McCartney, McCartney is. is. John Lennon probably wouldn't have been. Rip. Yeah, that's just unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, not knighted. Oh, there you go. Yeah. All right, continuing. <laughs> <laughs> We've got Love Me Do by the Beatles, which was Ringo's first song as drummer. Uh, Surf and Safari by the Beach Boys, Twist and Shout by the Isley Brothers, which will come back later. Mm. Uh, Stranger on the Shore by Mr. Ackerbilk, uh, I Can't Stop Loving You by Ray Charles, Mashed Potato Time by Dee Dee Sharp, yes. <laughs> Roses of Red in brackets My Love by Bobby Vinton. Okay. Just a little snapshot <laughs> of the year. Mashed Potato Time. Yep. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I wonder how that one goes. Mashed Potato Time. Yep. Boo! <laughs> <laughs> little jingle. Mm. Uh, we've got some books. We've got The Spy Who Came In From The Cold by John LeClaire. 
Lacar. Lacar, my bad. There's no elder. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> I just read that wrong. Frank and Zooey by J.D. Salinger. Salinger. Oh. Franny. I'm blind. See, it's good that I made the, the font bigger because I am blind. Oh, my word. Wait, so uh, is it Franny and Zooey? Franny and Zooey. Is that, or is it Zoe? It's just, there's two O's. Zoe. Zooey's kind of funny. Zooey's kind of funny. Zooey. Zooey. Yeah. Um, hold on. Just a thought. Isn't that like J.D. Salinger only released one book in his life? Like when he was alive, they were all released post-mortem, weren't they? Really? I think a majority of them were. Which one was? Catcher in the Rye was, yeah. the, was the one. Yeah. I think like only like, yeah. That's just, that could be wrong. That's but crazy. I think that's true. I think we talked about it. Just say it. Yeah, I back that. You know what? <laughs> Whatever we yeah. say on this show is fact. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. Only released one Except this time. Those people who might have been on that boat for eight years. <laughs> <laughs> that one nah, is fact. still yeah. un- like we we haven't even bothered googling yeah. that because it's just too it's too good. To, yeah. <laughs> it's too funny to change though. It's yeah, like, it's really good. Exactly. Um, the thin lead rind. Oh my gosh, <laughs> the thin red line. <laughs> A lead rind. A lead rind. <laughs> I mean, it still sounds kind of cool. Not as cool as the thin red line. Who wrote the thin red line? James Jones. And it was adapted into a movie in 1980, which I think... Was his, no, don't worry. Was his middle name Earl? Perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Different fella. And uh, last but not least is A Clockwork Orange by Anthony Burgess. Oh. Yes. Which is uh, very famous. Mm. Yeah. I've heard it's a movie. It is a movie directed by one Stanley Kubrick. Oh yeah, who was born in this year? No, he directed Lolita. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know. This is kind of turning into just like, <laughs> what's their middle name? Kind of game. <laughs> James Jones's middle name is Ramon. Ramon. That's, That's a an dark awesome name. middle name. <laughs> James Ramon Jones, <laughs> or is it Ramen? <laughs> I mean, it is very R- well. I M O N. So the Noodle Man. The yeah, noodle it's definitely man. not Ramen. They basted the noodles off him. Yes. <laughs> His book, The Thin Lead Rhyme. <laughs> um, Nobel Prizes. John Steinbeck got the Literature Prize. Uh, Linus Pauling won the Peace Prize for his work against the use of mass creation of nuclear weapons. And uh, Physiology and Medicine in 1962 was awarded to James Watson, Francis Crick and Maurice Wilkins for their discovery of the molecule structure of DNA. Wow. Yeah. Goodness. Go Maurice. That's awesome. Maurice. <laughs> great name for a great guy. <laughs> yeah. That went crazy. Uh, innovations we've got here. The first communication satellite, which was a beach, beach ball-sized satellite, sparked a new era of ele- electronic communications. The satellite was the Telstar 1. It launched on July 10th. The mission was a co- cooperative effort between AT&T and the space agency to demonstrate the, in quotes, the feasibility of transmitting information via satellite. So it was like the first wide tele- telephone satellite that they released. Mm. And it was the size of a beach ball. Size of a beach ball. Beach balls come in various Varying sizes. sizes. So I'm not like too a sure. big beach ball or yeah. like a... Just like one of the small ones. It's like, never know. Like one you take to we'll the, the know, cricket actually. or something. Like a yeah. smallish oh, yeah. kind of one. I don't know that information. What was it called? The Telstar? The Telstar 1. Why does no one use beach balls anymore at the beach? 
I don't know, soccer balls. It looks like if R two D two was a sphere. <laughs> Actually, it does look like. A- <laughs> <laughs> oh what? It's like a proper just a ball. Okay, now off that one photo we've just seen, how big do you reckon that beach ball is? It. It looks pretty. Oh, it's like. Oh, okay. Uh, it's a big. It's a big beach ball. Oh, that's boring. Like you couldn't wrap your arms all the way around it, I reckon. Well, then why would they say it's beach ball sized? Because it's know, just a big beach ball. There are big beach balls. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> My bad. Um, it's a funky looking satellite though. Maybe we'll chuck that on the gram. Mm. The next one. Audio cassettes. The cassette tape or compact cassette was first developed by the Philips company in 1962 in Belgium. Philips released the invention to Europe at the Berlin radio show on August 30, 1963. Little spoiler there. Oh. The invention was released in the United States in November of the next year. So 1964 was when they were widely used in America. Wow. Yeah. So instead of using big fat wax circles to play things, you can now use little reels of tape. Fun fact. <laughs> that is fun. Yeah. If that didn't make any sense, that's what vinyl <laughs> did. <absolutely laughs> off. <laughs> yeah. Um, the first modem to be made commercially available in the United States was the Bell 103 modem. Introduced by the American Telephone and Telegraph Company, AT&T, the Bell 103 permitted full duplex data transmissions over conventional telephone circuits at data rates of up to 300 bits per second, which has been smashed by, like, any other it's modern thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. You've got to start somewhere, I guess. Exactly. Mm-hmm. AT&T had a great year for telephones chucking beach balls into space they're getting modems ready like bricks in your house they definitely (laughs) they definitely didn't phone it in that year that's well said thanks Uh (laughs) (laughs) um we've got the the top 10 baby names of 1962 oh yeah okay these aren't like john and whatever i said last week because those were pretty pretty basic but we've got lisa mary susan karen linda Michael, David, John, James, and Robert. <laughs> Mikey. Is that five Yeah, true, Michael. Yeah. Right. Michael was a big name. And luckily we have two Michaels. John coming in fourth? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Michael, though. Mm. Strong S- first. Steaming ahead. Yeah. yeah. Smashing it. Um, next one. I had to make this a whole section because there were so many. <laughs> um, comic characters that were created in the year. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. We've got heaps. We've got Spider-Man has had his first appearance in Amazing Fantasy number 15, along with Aunt May, created by Jack Kirby and Stan Lee. We've got Ant-Man in Tales to Astonish number 35. We've got The Incredible Hulk in The Incredible Hulk number one. We've got Doctor Doom in Fantastic Four number five. Sick. Um, and we've got Thor, which first appeared in Journey to Mystery number 83, again created by Jack Kirby and Stan Lee. And Iron Man was created, they created it in December, but it was released in January of 1963. So there you go. Massive year for Stan Lee. (laughs) Jeez, yeah. (laughs) Just cranking them out. Yeah. Just going crazy. How do you come up with all that? It's crazy to think that all of that is still so popular. It's like, they were all all hits. Literally. Mm -hmm. No no duds, just hits. (laughs) (laughs) No duds. Just hits. I mean, yeah, maybe. 
Maybe a few duds. A few duds. The ones like, we don't know about. Yeah, exactly. Brickman or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, Condiment no, King. Not Brickman. <laughs> Condiment King. <laughs> Brickman is a real guy. <laughs> really? Yeah, he's from Lego Masters. Oh, he's, true. He's like the CEO of Lego. Lego. <laughs> Lego Australia. What a hero. Yeah. Brickman. I just looked at the wall and I saw a brick, so. <laughs> Cloth Man. Failed Marvel superhero number <laughs> well, there's 12. M- there's Moth Man in, in DC. True. You're damn right. That's the competitor. <laughs> they fight each other. Wouldn't the competitor be like Cockroach Man instead of Mothman? No, it'd be like Lamp Man or something. But it's just like an electric dude. Yeah, and the Mothman just gets attracted to him. Yeah. <laughs> he just like it's opens just his mouth as a big light. And it's like that really annoying like... And Mothman just goes... Yeah, we should write a comic. We should, about... Lamp Man and Mothman. <laughs> Challenge accepted. I'm there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we've got popular toys. Etch a Sketch, the <gasps> Slinky, Mr. Potato Head, Monopoly. I don't know why that's a popular toy, but you yeah, know. it still counts, I guess. Yeah. Barbie and Lego. So there you go. All, All popular toys. toys. Lego is always popular. Yeah. I mean, since it, yeah, literally. Mm. Etch-a-Sketch could be the most frustrating toy I've ever played with. Is that the one where you have to like, use like, the two like, knobs on the side? Yeah, and, like, and one of them goes up yeah. and down and the other one goes left and right. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to like, yeah, <laughs> twizzle the knobs. For, uh, yeah. <laughs> but it's so hard to draw anything. Oh, it's so frustrating. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no words. I'm just, yeah, I'm blown away. We've gone from the Etch-a-Sketch to the most revered and celebrated thing ever to come out of this podcast. <laughs> the most popular sandwich. Oh. We've got a classic in 1962. It's the Reuben. Yes. It's just a classic. That's We've got another classic, the BLT. Yeah. And another classic, the grilled cheese sandwich. Okay. Just three... Titans of the industry <laughs> coming head to head in 1962. Three goats. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. They were eating well in 1962. They were eating really well, especially mm. on the Sammy side. We don't know about anything else, but the Sammy side was going crazy. Yep. I had to make a little, another little fun facts category because these didn't really fit in with the, the, the major events of the year, but I thought they were very important to, to bring in. Mm-hmm. The first one we've got is Marlon Brando was the first actor to command a $1 million salary for his starring role in Mutiny on the Bounty, and he got it. So he was the first actor to get paid over a million dollars. Jeez. Wow. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure he just became a grumpy man after that and (laughs) (laughs) just wanted more money. Damn. Yeah. Um, We've got... The shortest Oscar speech ever given was by Patty Duke, who at age 16, the youngest person to accept an Oscar in a competitive category, said, thank you, and walked off the stage. Bowler. That's sick. Such a good play. <laughs> Especially at 16. What yeah. did they win it for? I didn't get that. My oh, bad. The fastest. The fastest the Line delivery. Yeah. Award. <laughs> uh, another little tack on with the, the movie stuff here. The price of a movie ticket was 70 cents. What? Yeah. Damn. Oh, my God. I wish. <laughs> and Marlon Brando wanted a million dollars. Yeah. But, like, to put that into perspective, movies nowadays made a, a lot of money. That's still. 
She won it for Best Supporting Actress in The Miracle Worker. Hmm. Damn. So, yeah, there you go. Um, episode 122 of The Twilight Zone, called An Occurrence at Owl Creek Bridge, was a French short film that won awards at Cannes. A Cannes Film Festival in 1962 and an Oscar for live-action short film in 1963. The producers paid $25,000 for the rights that limited that limited them to airing the story no more than two times. What? Yeah. So because it was an episode of The Twilight Zone, they could only play it whenever they wanted to and they only showed it two times, which is rough. Wow. Fair enough. Yeah. And we've got two more of these little fun facts. This one is very weird. <laughs> McDonald's filet fish was created for Catholics abstaining from meat on Fridays during Lent. <laughs> Really? Yeah. That's the Friday meal. Yeah. The, <laughs> the, boys, the boys pull up to Matt's. <laughs> we'll take eight fillet of fish, please. <laughs> Just chuck them in the fridge. <laughs> what it is. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had one before. I haven't either. Yeah, I, just, I don't, I don't trust it. it. It's grim. No. It's yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> Something about a, a piece of fish from McDonald's is yeah. very grisly. Back in my time, flipping patties there, that was the... Um, Microwave? <laughs> no, it is it is fried, but yeah, it's just weird. Just like you get your fish, you get your sauce, and you get half cheese, <laughs> and you steam the bun. Oh, steamed! I've heard steamed bun is better than toasted bun, mm. but Do I they, haven't been bothered. Fish, fish and cheese. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's just a, a weird dank. combo. Fish and chips, though. Goes crazy. Now we're talking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Macca should make the fish and chip burger. I mean, they do make fish and chips, just not together. Like a square of fish <laughs> and then <laughs> just a chips. And some chips. Like a potato scallop on top. Yeah, that's like the worst fish and chips you could probably ever buy. Yeah, that's pretty grisly. Mm. Especially from Macca's. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so it was people couldn't eat meat during Lent and so they made the filet of fish. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, back to, back to the point. Yeah. I kind of forgot yeah. what you were talking about. Oh, it's just so weird. I was weird. trying to get my head around it. So Mac has yeah. made it just for that. Yeah. Must have been a big audience. That's crazy, yeah. Well, because the ca- Catholics are like a very high majority in America. It's true. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it's still a thing every Maybe. Friday during Lent. Just filet of fish. It goes crazy. Bunk off work. Get <laughs> your filet of fish. Yeah. Enjoy it, I guess. And then It's like three. It's like, oh, I can't even like imagine. Just ugh, grizzly. I don't want to... Yuck. All right, on to the next one now. We've talked about that for too long. (laughs) This, I think, is actually really cool. A question mark superimposed onto an exclamation mark, often seen as just a question mark, exclamation mark, right back to back, is called an interrobang. Mark K. Spector is credited with inventing that mark in 1962, making it the first new punctuation mark to be introduced in 300 years. Wow. Yeah. Wow, so it's two characters used in yeah. one. Yeah, it's been in like one usage. It's pretty cool. Called an interrobang. Weird name, but, you know. Mm. But like, it's a shame that it's not really a thing. Yeah. Like, it is a thing, but... But it's like, yeah, it's not commonly used as... Oh, it's, yeah, it's like never ever used. Yeah. No. I mean, like, you kind of use it if you're like, I don't know, writing random text. Mm. But like it's not like it's not like a very common thing. I just think it's cool that a new punctuation mark was created. Mm, I that's think that's a cool, cool. idea. It's insane, yeah, yeah. Especially in three hundred years, like that's ridiculous. Now I'm just trying to think of like what other punctuation marks we could come up with. 
like full stop, comma, close bracket, open bracket. <laughs> what about? <laughs> I don't know why in that order. Yeah. <laughs> the number eight, equals sign, equals sign. D? Capital D. <laughs> <laughs> and what does that mean? I don't know, actually. I don't know. I'll I'll leave it up to <laughs> Write that one down. Write that one down. Get back to us. Yeah, it'll, it'll, if you If you want. Yeah. Yeah. And if you so please. Grab a fillet of fish. Nah, don't. And just ruin your day. <laughs> yeah. Day ruined from like the height of the new punctuation mark that we just created. <laughs> True. To the fillet of fish. Just unless, unless you're listening to this during Lent, in which case. Go crazy. <laughs> just go ham on the fillet Get of like fish. nine of them. Yeah. They're like $2.50 probably. Add like extra patties inside. <laughs> so it's like 10 patties in this oh, giant burger. And then get your chippies and put them in. Yeah, fish and chip burger. Fish and chippy burger. I'd be down to try that. <laughs> All right, let's do it. <laughs> committing to saying that on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we're doing that now. We're going we're gonna to go to Mickey D's. We're doing it. And we're going to make a fish and chippy burger. <laughs> <laughs> Review okay. coming soon. <laughs> All right. Uh, 1962 marks the, uh, like, not official, but like America's massive declaration for the start of the space race. Mm. President Kennedy asks Congress for 500 and $31 million to put a man on the moon before the end of the decade. JFK makes his very famous speech declaring, we choose to go to the moon in this decade and do other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard, which is like a very famous JFK quote. Mm. And John Glenn becomes the first American man to orbit the Earth in February of 1962. The first ever Glenn. Allegedly. Wow. (laughs) Allegedly the first Glenn. Go, John. And the first person over the earth. What? Yeah. Well, American. Um, oh, sorry. I think the Russians beat them. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, Cold War stuff, so America had to go crazy. Yeah. And then they faked the moon landing. What's with that? A. <laughs> <laughs> <Hey. laughs> Stanley Kubrick did all of it. Anyway, um, the Cuban Missile Crisis of October began. It was a direct and dangerous confrontation between the United States and the Soviet Union during the Cold War and was the moment when the two superpowers came the closest to nuclear conflict. This occurred when America deployed, um, sent deployments of nuclear missiles in Italy and Turkey, which was matched by the Soviet deployment of nuclear missiles to Cuba. It resolved by JFK as he gave in to Khrushchev's demands and taking the missiles out of Italy and Turkey, but Soviet, the Soviets did not take their missiles out of Cuba. The direct reason for this happening was the Bay of Pigs invasion, which occurred in 1961, where the US invaded Cuba, leading to tensions between Soviets and US just heightening more. And on October 27th, my birthday, the world literally almost ended. Um, this was the closest <laughs> the world came to nuclear catastrophe. Yeah. <laughs> the closest the world came to nuclear catastrophe as US forces, US enforces a blockade on Cuba to stop the deliveries of missiles. An American U-2 plane is shot down by Soviet-supplied surface-to-air missiles and the pilot, Major Rudolf Anderson, is killed. This led to a submarine with massive amounts of nuclear weapons, uh, Soviet submarine, um, was fired to, was, was told to fire on the US with, oh. within, whenever they made the decision. There was three generals on board, two of them made the decision to fire and one of them said no and it had to be a unanimous oh. agreement 
And that one guy literally saved the world because if they did that, then the US would have immediately fired onto Russia and that would have just sparked a massive like chain reaction of nuclear weapons being fired around the world. And it didn't end on that day. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, Pretty Wilson, crazy. You're the hero. I know. <laughs> Night, October 27th, man. When was the fillet of fish made? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> if it was after October, then we might never have had the fillet of fish. Good. <laughs> Maybe it should have happened. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to figure all right, and a, a little fun fact to kind of end that off. Very, very different to the rest of that because it's quite humorous. Uh, JFK um, banned Cuban cigars from, like, existing, like, in America, being imported, sorry, to America. But before he did this, he ordered 12, oh, 1,200 Cuban cigars for himself and then <laughs> just, like, banned the importing of them. Love that. <laughs> <laughs> Because he's awesome. No one else can have them, but... Yeah, but I can. I, I can, can have heaps of stash. Them. I can have 1,200. I wonder if he then starts like a black market of them and he's like... Just dishing Making money. Yeah. <laughs> we'll never know. Hiking the price up. <laughs> he's a businessman. Yeah. Yes. He, he means business. He does. That's what I've heard. Before, yep. you know, events yep. happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Uh, we've got a, a weird correlation to an earlier song, the twist and dance craze. My favorite song, <laughs> uh, Chuba Checky's song, and <laughs> huh? <laughs> Who's Chuba Checkier? Is that one name? Or is that two names? That's two name. What's well, Chubby? But it's still funny. <laughs> Chuba, Chub, Chuba. Wait, what's their name? Chubby, Chubby Checker, and also. Um, Twist and Shout by the Isley Brothers uh, became massive hits and everyone started doing the, the twist dance, which is like that weird, like, little funky leg move. Mm. Um, yeah, the dance was especially popular due to how simple it was, how simple it was to learn. Dancers would swivel their hips from side to side with their arms moving opposite directions while standing with their knees bent and twisting their feet. What a great description. It's a timeless dance. It is. And it was very popular in 1962. Mm. Is that the one that's in Pulp Fiction? Yeah, it is. Sick. Yeah. Imagine you just go to the club and everyone's just doing it in unison. Still that little boogie. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sick though. Yeah. Yeah. That's a cool dance. I, that's just a, I couldn't imagine seeing massive amounts of people doing that. Everyone like It just time. looks so strange. Yeah, yeah. Everyone in time. That's yeah. weird. Everyone's like in rows. Yeah, like just doing like, it. It's like, like the yeah. nut bush, but it's just like the twist and dance. Yeah. What do you reckon the first dance move was? Or everyone's just doing their own thing? I don't know. Probably like this one. <laughs> Wilson just did like, I don't the know what's wet, Wiggly arm thing. The, the, the arm, arm wave. wave. <laughs> <laughs> SpongeBob does it a bunch. He does. Yeah. Did SpongeBob invent it? I doubt it. But 1962 invented the voice actor Tom Kenny. That's true. Make a good point. Tom <laughs> Kenny was invented in 1962. <laughs> it's a really weird phrase. Well, I've coined it, so. I don't Instead like of that. being born, you invented, you invented them. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, it's still. The fillet of fish was born. <laughs> Allegedly. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> the Vietnam War. Uh, January 12th sparked the Operation Ranch. Well, not, it's called Ranch Hands, um, begins, which was a US Air Force operation to spray South Vietnam forests with defoliants such as Agent Orange, oh. which is like the start of all the napalm and all the 
the nasty stuff and not good. Mm, very bad. Yeah. Still to this day, I think there's like a bunch of court cases going on about like the long-term effects from US and Vietnamese like people that had children. Yeah. And like their children having like birth defects from Agent Orange because it was just nasty. Mm. Um, Viet Cong insurgency expanded in South Vietnam in 1962. US military personnel flew combat missions and accomplished and accompanied South Vietnamese soldiers in ground operations to find and defeat insurgents. Uh, secrecy was the of official US policy concerning the extent of US military involvement in South Vietnam. So at this time, they were trying to keep it as like, closely under wraps as they could so the American people wouldn't find out about it, which then led to stuff like in 1965, there was massive amounts of riots and all the, like the, the, war and peace movements and all that type of stuff, which happened mm. obviously because it got out. Mm -hmm. um, a weird one. Uh, Marilyn Monroe sings Happy Birthday, Mr. President <laughs> to JFK in front of 15,000 attendants accompanied by jazz pianist Hank Jones at Madison Square Garden. Wow. Yeah. At Madison Square Garden. Yeah. Just singing. JFK is just smoking a Cuban. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why, would, fish. why were there 15,000 people there? Oh, it's probably like a birthday celebration for JFK, but like a bunch of patriots. Yeah. Yeah. Just fair. loving America. Mm -hmm. Weird. I this can't imagine that being in Australia. Sorry. I couldn't imagine either. It's like Albo's birthday and you get 15,000 people. Happy no birthday. No one would show up. <laughs> Mr. President. That song just reminds me of Breaking, Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. And yeah. I hate it. It's the worst <laughs> thing ever. I haven't seen Breaking Bad, so there's uh, a really awful bit. Not awful, like it's in, just in terms of things that happen in that show, it's one of the, the most like out of normal. Place. <laughs> in terms it's very of random though, like one of the characters just sings that just like at a birthday party, mm. and it's like so hard to watch. <laughs> yeah. yeah, if you want to, if you want to, want to cringe, just search just up watch it. Breaking Bad. Happy birthday, Mr. President. Homework okay. for the listeners. Or just don't. It's pretty grisly. <laughs> Save yourself. Yeah. This is a a big one, like a like an in-joke big one, but like it's still a massive event, but it's just funny as well. But also not. It's it's a it's a weird one, but it's it's important. Cause this is uh Nelson Mandela is imprisoned. And he was arrested following the Rivonia trial. He was sentenced to life imprisonment for conspiring to overthrow the state. Mandela served 27 years of those of, of life split between Robben Island, Polesmore Prison and Vic, Victor Verster Prison and he became jacked, as we all know. He became very strong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently when he was in prison, he would run on the spot for 40 minutes a day. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's and a this good, is all known. Is this from way to spend a book that you had? Yeah. It's from the, the long walk. Long road to freedom. Yeah. Long walk to freedom. Um, a long run on the spot. <laughs> Sorry, so that's probably not appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow. Yeah. 27 years. Yeah. I mean, that's better than insane. life. I mean, sure, but like. <laughs> yeah, it's still rough. Not good. Especially for just such a, a, or a in, in hindsight, a very good thing that he was trying to do. Yeah. But to the people that put him in prison, awful thing. And mm -hmm. then to come out of prison after 27 years and be like, all right, let's, we're winning now. Like, let's <laughs> let's do it. Let's get back onto it. Like, let's yeah. fix this thing. It's crazy. Awesome. Yeah. Taking a very very harsh like right turn here. 
The Jetsons was the first show ever broadcast on in colour on the ABC. Wow. But it was still up to individual affiliates as to whether the show would be broadcast in colour. Like they would still some people could still choose to show it in black and white. Some people could still choose would choose to show it in colour. Hmm. That's kind of cool because you know yeah. it's like spacey and like yeah. oh it's in colour now. Wow, yeah. it's the future. Ah, yeah. oh, true. It's very a good cool. theme. It's very apt. Yeah. Very apt. That's, that's a good way to put it. Very abd. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> abd yeah. <laughs> We love a callback. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, James Meredith officially became the first African-American student at the University of Mississippi on October 2nd. He was guarded 24-7. Um, at, at 24-7. I don't know why I read that wrong, but by reserve US deputy marshals and army troopers. He was... Um, he endured v- constant verbal harassment from a no- minority of students and he was initially refused but was admitted by the help of the US government. So this was after, I think it was Brown, no, that was in 1965. There was a massive like change in 55, education. I think. Was it 55? I think so. Brown v. Board of Education? We've talked about that. Know. We've definitely talked about it, it. I think it was 1954. Whatever it was, it made that, it said that constitutionally... Um, they couldn't not allow people of colour to go into schools. But they didn't, like it went by state by state. Mm. And so they refused him. And then the US government said, hey man, you kind of got to let him in. But 24-7 guard. Yeah. Yeah. Not good. That's crazy. I'm glad times have changed. Indeed. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Last one here. I thought this was a fun little fact. John Paul Scott became the first confirmed man to have escaped from Alcatraz prison and to have make it to made it to the California mainland. He is noted as the only escapee from Alcatraz Federal Penitentiary known to have reached the wait what? Why did I say California? It's in San Francisco by swimming and he was recaptured almost immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. As soon as you like got out of the water, yeah. they're like waiting for him on the bank. Just like, literally, where do you think you're going? Yeah. How do you get out of Alcatraz? They made a movie about it, man. I'm Ooh. kidding. I don't know. Probably like a spoon. <laughs> <laughs> Chicken runned his way out. Yeah. I have no idea how he got out, but he created a giant plane and flew out of there. <laughs> <laughs> Slingshot himself yeah. out of there, and when he landed, they grabbed him immediately. <laughs> they were there to catch him on the yeah. other side, like, like those massive like man catcher things, and they just grabbed him. Damn, like a, like a big net actually. I reckon. <laughs> yeah, they're just running after him with a <laughs> giant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's 1962. Right. Okay. Yeah. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. Mm. Could you give us a quick run through again? Uh, quick little run through. Um, space Race, Cuban Missile Crisis, uh, Twist and Dance, Vietnam, Nelson Mandela, Nelson, not Nelson, uh, the Jetsons, <laughs> <laughs> um, first African-American student at university, Alcatraz, um, a bunch of fun facts, the little fish, uh, exclamation mark, a question mark. Um, most popular sandwiches, a bunch of comics, um, a bunch of inventions, which was first modem, cassette tape, um, and the first communication satellite and a bunch of books and movies and songs and all that type of good stuff. 
I think it's actually pretty significant. Yeah. Like, I, I don't. Really? Not as much as other years. Yeah, yeah, that's that's definitely fair. But I'm thinking like internet's coming in, phones are coming in, mm. like the world didn't end. World True, didn't that's end. A big one. <laughs> Some important conflicts which are not good by the way, but like yeah. defining conflicts. Um but that yeah, that being said, I'm thinking maybe a a C. C. <laughs> I'm thinking this could fit nicely in 13th place on the year tier. My God. <laughs> or is that a hot tier? That is brutal. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> in, in, uh, I could, I could put, I could see it in 12th. Now that I've heard the, the, the disagreements <laughs> from the, uh, <laughs> from the fans, I, I don't know. It's actually some pressure now. Might have to watch my back. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say again? I, I think it could be underneath 1882. In putting it at 12. The shopping cart and the walkie-talkie. Sylvan Goldman. Yeah, the, uh, the internet and like... <laughs> the space race. Satellites, space race. <laughs> I'm just trying to back up my year. Yeah, know? no, that's fair. Josh Slockham. <laughs> in number 10. <laughs> so... I, I reckon it's... I reckon it could be... I'm happy for 12. That still think, feels Carl? brutal. Yeah, all right, give us another run through. I, I kind of just forgot... Or just um, very, very brief. Uh, just the main events. Main events. Um, uh, start of the space race. Cuban Missile Crisis. Uh, twist and Dance Craze, which is a goofy one. Vietnam. Nelson Mandela. Our first African-American student to go to a university and the guy that escaped Alcatraz. See, there's like actually like... There's not many good things though. Yeah, but they're still pretty influential. Yeah, they are, but... I don't know. I might take a back seat on this one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like 11th. So above 1882. Yes. Last one. Oof. But we just had the message saying. I, yeah, oh, I reckon gee. this should like easily be in the B. <laughs> what do you think, Jonty? Maybe this is a 10 actually. Would it be a 10B or a C? I could say 10B. I definitely 10B. think this is better than 1965. Like, without you know a what? doubt. No. Absolutely. It's definitely better than 1898. Yeah, I think this yeah, could be yeah. the bottom of the Bs. Number 10. I'm happy with that. Although, now you mentioned it, maybe it is better than 1965. <laughs> <laughs> Another Kyle year, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like one of the one of the def- one of the major things there is Muhammad Ali. <laughs> yep, Muhammad Ali versus son <laughs> and the oldest porcupine. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you know what? Yeah, let's put Eric in number nine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is like force feeding me a fillet of fish right now. Hey man, <laughs> I'm in the dungeon still. <laughs> you know what, Wilson? Yes, I'm. Yeah, a, I, I, your ears are all good, allow. Kyle. Yes, yeah, okay. like, I'm sorry. <laughs> all right, number nine. All right, let's put it number nine. In between I feel, I feel 75 like I'm and 65. John and I are very happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Well done, Wilson. Yes. It's a good day to be Wilson. It's a great day to be me. It's nice to know that when we actually fight for the years, we 
Sometimes they get justice. Yeah. Because we were about to put that. That was, right. dude, the, when you guys said like <laughs> 13. Maybe we need my to heart like skipped a beat. our year descriptions more specific and we need to discuss the year ratings more like we just did. Yeah, this is a good yeah, lesson for that us. That was actually. good. Vindication. Yeah. Mainly because I was mission. just upset at how low that could have been. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was not about to let that slide. Yeah, sorry. 13 was <laughs> way too low. <laughs> Done a little bit dirty. Yeah. I already know Alex would have. Oh yeah, that would have been some me silly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Wilson. Just so welcome. That's a good one. Do you want to say anything about it, Mikey? Which one, actually? It's a collective. All right. Okay. Uh, let's have a little quick listen. Uh huh. Mm. Wow. Oh, he was going to say fifteenth. <laughs> he right. only came in later on in the episode, though. Yeah, he missed, he missed a bit. <laughs> yeah. His speech rights have been <laughs> banned. <laughs> further He's banned also in a somehow. box. He's in a box, you know. I'm speaking of the one standing oh, the on his head. Standing on his <laughs> head. <laughs> the Mikey Collective. Yeah, yeah. The, the Mikey Collective. They need to discuss. They need to get their priorities in, in, in check. Council of Mikey. <laughs> All right. Shall we randomise for next week? <sighs> Boy, yes. Do you want to do that, Wilson? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, 1991. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Back to the 90s. That's We've the actually been to the Besides, yeah, the Since first the episode. first episode. So this one will hopefully have more information. This is going to be juicy. And, yeah, juicy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hope so, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, true. I haven't mentioned that. It's your episode. Yeah, that's a kind of Anyway, yeah. Make sure... Follow us on Instagram at Pod. Make sure you email us at toppypod at gmail.com. Please do. Yeah, we love hearing from you all. And yeah. send us a voice memo because... We'll play it on the show. You, yeah. Or we'll just read any emails you send us. Exactly. Yeah. Definitely. All right. It's been real. It's been so real. It's been so real. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. See you guys. See ya. See ya.